Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome, and welcome to our podcast. Today, we're discussing the topic in the beginning. Recently, my nephew Danny and I watched a documentary that was entitled, When We Left Earth. It was about NASA's greatest missions, and it took me back to the year 1968. I was in elementary school then, but when I did a little research about all that was going on during that time, it really was very fascinating. The year 1968 remains one of the most tumultuous single years in history, I learned. It was marked by historic achievements, shocking assassinations, a much-hated war, and a spirit of rebellion that swept through countries really all over the world. Uh, Occurring at the dawn of the television age, the historic events of 1968 also played out on TV screens across the country, bringing them home in a way that they had never been possible before. So when I looked through some of the events of 1968, let me share them with you and what was going on in our country during that time and, and in our world. In February of that year, the U.S. State Department announced the highest U.S casualties of the Vietnam War. It was a very tumultuous time, and for the first time in American history, we were watching the war on our television screens. This uh, erupted in student activism all over the country and on many college campuses and in the streets of major cities and even around the world. And in Paris, there was a demonstration that was called Bloody Monday, where many people were injured. So demonstrations were taking uh, part all around the world, and we were watching this on our TV screens. Sadly, on April the 4th, 1968, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated at the Lorraine Hotel in Memphis, Tennessee. The father and the founder of the civil rights movement was assassinated. Very sad time in our country. Then a few months later, on June the 5th, Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated in California, the night of the California primaries. He was um, preparing to run for president. So very close together, two assassinations took place in our country. We were ready for some good news, and that's where Apollo 8 came in. And on Christmas Eve of 1968, on December 24th, and the documentary was, was talking about this, It was really a tumultuous year, but it ended on a very positive note as three astronauts on Apollo 8, Jim Lovell, Bill Anders, and Frank Borman, they were the first humans in Apollo 8 to orbit the moon. Well, this was a very historic time, and they knew that they'd be orbiting the moon on um, a spiritual religious holiday of, of Christmas Eve. So they wanted to write something very significant to read. So um, astronaut Borman, he attempted to write something, but it just sounded very political to him of all the things that were going on in our country. So a fellow said he would help him. He worked for the Bureau of the Budget, and um, his name was Joseph Latin. And Joseph tried to write something, but also it sounded very political. Well, it was Joseph's wife, Christine, who suggested, why don't you read a passage from the Old Testament, the Hebrew Bible, in Genesis. And so they decided they would do that. The text was actually printed on fireproof paper, and it was included in the Apollo 8 mission flight plan. And the three astronauts took turns, 
and they read these words. And I'd like to share them with you from the book of Genesis. Bill Anders was the, the first to read, and he, he started with these beautiful words. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, and it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And then they changed over to astronaut James Lovell, and he shared these words, And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, Let there be firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. Then astronaut Frank Borman read these words, and God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place. And let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gatherings together of the waters he called the seas. And God saw that it was good. And then they ended with this note, God bless all of you, and all of you on good earth. What a momentous time in American and, and world history that the astronauts were on Christmas Eve looking down at the earth from from space, and that they read these words. I was struck by the beginning of the passage, in the beginning, God. I thought about 1968 and all the things that were going on in that world and our culture, and I made the parallel to the things that are going on in our world today. Many people say they want want a do-over for 2020. It's been many months of a, a lot of events that have taken place in our world. I won't list them now, but uh, it's affected people emotionally and spiritually and physically and financially, and, and there's been a lot of changes and a lot of things that are going on that cause uneasiness and unrest. But I'm reminded about this passage that even in a bad time, there's a beginning and there's an ending, and the words, in the beginning, God. God is always there, and he's always with us, no matter what's going on in current events in history, but more importantly, what's going on in the history of our lives, you and your family. I don't know what you're facing today, and I don't know what you're facing in your life at this moment, but we're reminded of this passage that in the beginning, there was God, and God currently is with us. In all of our events, and all of the challenges that life might throw our way, we're not alone. God is walking with us on life's journey. And problems have a beginning, and problems have an end. So we're reminded today that God is with us in all of life's beginnings, all of life's endings, that we're not alone. And I hope those words comfort you. Many years ago, when I was starting my ministry, I was a chaplain at a retirement community. And when I did services, this beautiful woman, her name was Edna Champion. She was a, retri- a retired music teacher. Her and her husband lived there. His name was Champ Champion. He was an editor for a, a newspaper in South Georgia. Delightful couple. 
And I just really came to love Edna Champion. She was a, a very Southern woman and just very polite and very kind and played the piano beautifully. And when she passed away, her family asked me to, to officiate her um, memorial service, and I did. And they handed me a piece of paper as we were planning the service, and they said, this is a poem that our, our mom wrote. Would you please read it? Poem entitled uh, Endings and Beginnings. And I've kept it for all these years, and I, I found it and pulled it out this week as I was thinking about this passage and the, the, the meaning of endings and beginnings in our life. And so I would love to share this with you. As I mentioned, she was a retired teacher, and she wrote this at the end of the summer. And it's, uh, it, these words go like this. I stood and watched my husband drive away this morning. And as he waved and going around the curve, I thought, this is an end and a beginning, an end to summer and its restful, carefree days, with only meals to cook and grass to cut and books to read, and friends and loved ones coming for a while, and best of all, the sound of little feet and voices, laughing as he chased the tiny dog, or making like the whistle of his imaginary train, invisible to us, but very real to him, the engineer. Where has the summer gone? How come the end so soon? The weather still is here, but school bells ring today, and this is a beginning. And we muse back to the old routine of classes and study halls and rehearsal times, and yet a new beginning. For in each group, there will be those we haven't taught before, new lives we haven't touched, new opportunities to help them find the richer, fuller life that comes with putting all you have into each day. Someone has said, each day is a little life, and so it is. Each morning, a beginning, and each night, an end. And what it is that ends or that begins is up to us. For isn't all of life made up of endings and beginnings? My prayer for you that we'll be reminded each day is a little life, each morning a beginning and each night an end, and it's up to us to make the difference in our world. May we be reminded that God is with us. We're not alone. And that whatever you're going through, good or bad, it's an ending and there's a beginning. And we celebrate that. As we close our program today, would you join me as we read the Lord's Prayer together? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you.